Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. Have you thought about finally starting that business now that your kids are older? Do you ever stay awake wondering how to mesh your passions into purposeful work? Do you have big, ambitious goals but feel overwhelmed or even unqualified to pursue them? Hey, I'm Gabe. Not too long ago, I longed for the confidence to start an online business. I just wanted to make a difference outside my home bubble using my gifts. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't good enough, I didn't know enough, and I didn't have enough time. Until I realized something huge. My kids need me to be their example, and they need to see me win. And yours do too. In this podcast, you will learn how to clarify your goals, plan with purpose, and ditch your distractions. If you're ready to make an impact and an income, all for the glory of God, then you're in the right place. As an avid runner, I believe life is one massive marathon. It's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. So lace up those running shoes, pop in your earbuds, and let's do this thing. Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. I am your host, Gabe Cox, and I am excited for another little devotional with you today. I'm having fun recording these because as I'm digging in the word, I'm just realizing how much it really is relating to what we're talking about here. And I just want to share it with you. So I'm working through a study of Nehemiah from the Daily Grace Co. And I highly recommend their studies. They've been very beneficial to me so far. And it's been really interesting to learn more about how Nehemiah went about helping to restore Israel once again. Once he got approval from the king to leave and go rebuild Jerusalem's walls, he came up against other oppositions of enemies who didn't want him to be successful, but also God's people themselves being so discouraged and weary already. He had to remind them of who they were and encourage them to join him in the work. It wasn't an easy task, but it shows the kind of leader God made Nehemiah to be. And we can learn some things through this part of the story. So before we get into it, I want to read Nehemiah 2, 17 through 20 to you, because that is where we are looking today. It says, then I said to them, you see the trouble we are in, how Jerusalem lies in ruins with its gates burned. Come, let us build the wall of Jerusalem that we may no longer suffer derision. And I told them of the hand of my God that had been upon me for good, and also of the words that the king had spoken to me. And they said, let us rise up and build. So they strengthened their hands for the good work. But when Sanballat and Horonite and Tobiah, the Ammonite servant, and Geshem, the Arab heard of it, they jeered at us and despised us and said, what is this thing that you are doing? Are you rebelling against the king? Then I replied to them. The God of heaven will make us prosper, and we, his servants, will arise and build, but you have no portion or right or claim in Jerusalem. So what I noticed in here is that we have an enemy who is always at work to undermine the plans of God and to discourage the people of God. In the Daily Grace devotional, they say, the enemy comes to us with lies, and we need to be grounded in the truth that we can resist the temptation to doubt God's goodness and faithfulness. We must remember that if God is for us, there is no one that can stand against us. That's Romans 8.31. This is what we're going through right now in the season of life that we are in personally. And if you got my email a little while back, I had an email that said, it actually has been a really bad, terrible week, but I still wanted to email you. And honestly, I just want to be a little bit more transparent with you all in what we deal with, because sometimes you can hear a podcaster and they can say, you know, all the right things and they can encourage you. And you just think that nothing bad ever happens, but that's not true. We're always going through trials, right? As uh, you know, kingdom followers, we know that in this world, there's going to be trouble. 
And so right now, we're going through a lot of different things. We've been dealing with a little bit of bullying to our older son, and I'm not going to get into details about this and what happened, but this was the straw that broke my back. It literally broke me to pieces that I haven't even fully recovered from yet because it was my kid. I mean, mama bear came out and it's one of those things where we go, how much do we push? How much do we fight? Um, but he's lied with so much pain in other places in the past couple of months with death, with finances, with work transition, with car troubles, we've been hit literally on every side. And I have been beat down so hard and hard enough that I was just mad at God. And I just wanted to quit entirely. I wanted to quit on everything and just curl up in a ball in a corner. But then what, what happens? The enemy wins. And Nehemiah reminds the people of who they are. They are God's people and the enemy has no claim on them. I needed to be reminded of who I am so that I could be reminded that God isn't my enemy, but that there is one enemy out there to fight. You need to be reminded of your identity too. You have been chosen and set apart. You are God's. He has brought you out of darkness and into his light. That's 1 Peter 2, 9. So how do we remind ourselves when all hope feels lost, when all we want to do is curl up in that corner in a ball and never come out? Here are some things that we can do. We can preach the gospel and the goodness of God back to ourselves when we are tempted to be discouraged. The scriptures are God-breathed and his promises to us. Now, it was really hard to do that in the midst of the trial that we were facing just recently, but I found myself forcing myself to get into the word and to pray and to trust God, even though I did feel that anger at him too, even though I know it wasn't him, it was the enemy attacking, but I did look for some scriptures. I posted them on the fridge when I found something. Here's another thing we can do. We can look at the cross and be reminded that God has given everything for our good and for his glory. Nehemiah in chapter two, verses 17 through 20, set out to not only begin the work of rebuilding the city wall, but also to encourage the discouraged people who thought all was lost. He needed their help to do the work. They were weary. They were tired. They were defeated. Are you there today? Take heart, friend. We have a God who wants to remind us of who we are, a God who is victorious over our enemy, a God who is good. I was obstinate in wanting to believe that God was near as we dealt with heartache after heartache. But one thing I did was force myself into the word to remind myself of who he is and who I am in him. Even though I didn't believe it at the time, it was still seeping in. It was still going down into my heart. So why do I tell you this today? Well, Nehemiah shared his story with the Israelites, telling them what God has done and what he's doing currently, and it's what encouraged them to join him in rebuilding Jerusalem. Our stories encourage others not to give up. Our stories are relatable. Others can see themselves in them. Our stories encourage others to pursue the Lord. Nehemiah invited God's people into the story. He didn't force them. He didn't call them out for not already doing the thing. He invited them to be a part of it. What a leader. So friend, I invite you to be a part of your own story God is writing. I invite you to arise, to fight the spiritual battles that come, to seek God's kingdom first, to proclaim the gospel in both your life and work, to pursue holiness. 
I invite you to arise and be exactly who God called you to be. The enemy has no claim over the people of God. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just come before you, just pleading with you to remind us every single day about our identity, about who we are in you. Lord, I pray that you help us to seek and to find you and to trust you in the midst of trial and tribulation, because this world is so hard sometimes. And I pray that you will help us to arise and to look to the cross and to look to you, the good, good God that you are, and know that all things will be redeemed. It might not happen when we want it. It might not happen the way we want it, but we know if we stay faithful to you, things will turn out for the good. And I just pray that we will remember that. That will be a reminder to us to seek you and find you. And you have said that if we seek you with all of our heart, we will find you. And I praise you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or share it with a friend as this helps grow the podcast. Also, if you're not a part of Simplicity and Motherhood, consider joining us. It's a free online community built to provide support and encouragement so you can create balance and live intentionally as you go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.